Oh, yeah. Brad. Oh, yeah. Hit the high point. Let's go. You really freaked me out there. Yeah, kind of kind of slow played it. Yeah. What's going on? You like used your library voice and asked me to hit the high point. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Here we are. The answer is always yes. The answer is Just yes. Just say yes. Micah, Hello, team. How the hell are you? Uh, I am terrific. How are you, Brett? Mm, fantastic. And hello, team. I don't, don't let me uh, knock you off your beaten path. Go ahead and lead the show. No, no, you? it's all good. Welcome. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. Uh, I'm Micah. That's Brad. We are back. back. It is Monday morning. And uh, what a weekend it was. What's up? Big weekend. Tell us. Tell us about your weekend, Brad. It was, uh, so I spent the weekend in St. Martin, uh, it, which is it's a flex. It, it was, uh, it was lit, but it was not ideal for watching sports. My, uh, my YouTube TV was denying me. My, uh, Amazon prime said, uh, no, the only thing you can watch is paid stuff. So no Thursday night football. It was uh it was a it was a wrestling match all the way through to watch any sort of NFL, but I got it done. I I got to at least keep up with some stuff and then I was actually flying back yesterday, so um as soon as I got back stateside I had access to all my stuff, so I got to watch quite a bit of the back half of the day. So uh not a total uh loss, but it was uh it's not easy, man. It's not easy being in a foreign country uh watching uh American sports. Um but we had a I good bet time. you had it pretty easy, though. I mean, you I know? wouldn't have remembered anything this- I watched anyways. I was pickled, uh, drinking all sorts of good time rum, all the good stuff, buddy. So, oh, I love it. Yeah. You love to hear it. Yeah, so San Martin's was, uh, broken up into two halves, the French side and then the Dutch side, apparently. Uh, so we, okay. spent side, we, we spent time on both sides, but like every time you drive across the line, essentially, they, AT&T's asking me if I want foreign transaction fees and all sorts of shit going on, so... Uh, it's a different kind of life out there, man. Island life is really special, but, um, we did like a boat, man. We did a boat one day where we had like a, kind of like a, almost like a yacht, a little smaller than a yacht, like a catamaran, uh, boat cruise around, uh, around the Island. And then, um, yeah, we spent time at this place called the rainbow club, which, uh, it's awesome. One of the coolest places ever. So if you're in St. Martin, uh, go check out the Rainbow Club because uh, they got like a beach club and all sorts of uh, badass drinks and a DJ playing like basically 24 hours a day. So the whole pl- experience was really great, man. Um, they're two hours ahead, I believe, of our time zone. So, um, you know, it got uh, it, it, I was off a little bit on my times and keeping track of, of sports, but uh, it was it timed up quite nicely with my trip home uh, yesterday since I was basically flying for the whole day. So good stuff. You know what I'm going to be doing well, for the rest of the back. week, Micah? I'm going to be uh, not drinking. I'm going to be microdosing some nice early bird just to kind of take the edge off, uh, get my mind could, right, kind of clear my inbox. I could use some of that myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's You know, the that's best way to I'm get doing. that tell them, is tell to them, go to earlybirdcbd.com and mm. use promo code backdoor cover, save 20% on your order. You will not regret it. It is, uh, you know, it's Christmas party season. It's uh, there's a lot going on, and uh, I'm hurting a little bit this morning too. Yep. So uh, it'll be uh, tonight's an early bird night for me. I'll I be asleep. 
Yeah, like it was a, nice like for the flights too, man. Like I was stressed the fuck out. We were all like, basically, because you're flying internationally, you have these connecting flights. What well, you're getting, you're landing, then you have to like. Essentially, when I'm going home customs. last night, I got to go through customs. I've got an hour to make my flight. It's in Fort Lauderdale, so like it, you have to like leave the terminal and come back in and ride a fucking bus. Uh, all sorts of stress. And then like just on top of that, just all the delays that are inevitably happening. So uh, the early bird really helped me cope, man. I'll tell you that much. So uh, they are our boys. They make the best uh, microdose uh, gummies on a market. And, uh, yeah, highly recommend them for all of your, uh, you know, dabbling needs. It's the good stuff. Strong, strongly agree. I, I never fly without a package of early bird. Mm. So good early bird CBD use promo code backdoor cover. Stock I like the watermelon ones travel. for the record. I like the watermelon ones. Oh, I'm a, watermelon I'm a lemon boy. guy. You are? I don't love lemon. I like a lemon party. Mm. Fair enough. Hopefully someone's laughing. I don't know what that means. Is that a good joke? Don't Google it. Okay. Uh, Don't Google it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's talk about football this week. I did watch a lot of football yesterday. It was a great day for football. There's also two Monday night games tonight. Um, A little spoiler alert. They're both at 715 uh, Central Time. So the Manning cast is going to do like a mini – red zone kind of thing where they're going to be oh. watching both games at the same time. That'll be interesting. that will so, be kind of like a nice format yeah, that's, for those dudes. Cause I mean, yeah, Green Bay, New York's kind of a dumpy, dumpy game. Miami, Tennessee is a little bit better. Um, but they, it could be a blowout too. So yeah, um, I would expect, yeah. yeah, I would expect Green Bay and Miami to whip some asses tonight. So I, I think that's the right move there. Getting them to do both games kind of at once, like a red zone situation. Trying something new. Miami, 14-point home favorite against the Titans. Uh, Green Bay, a six-point road favorite in New Jersey against Tommy Cutlets uh, and <laughs> the Giants. Um, let's run through these games real quick. The Patriots won on Thursday night. You didn't miss anything, Brad, just so you know. Oh, 21-18 over the Steelers. Yuck. Baylor's, Bailey Zappi, your, your new star quarterback for the Patriots. Uh, they'll be drafting someone new. I was Imagine. shocked that um, New England actually won this game. Like at this point, you need to be intentionally losing to improve draft stock. Like there's nothing to prove here at this point. So I was shocked when I woke up to this news. I was with the Bears fan, and he was like just celebrating because like they've basically got this whole thing locked up. Um, the first pick essentially is going to go to uh, Carolina, who they have their pick. So, anyways, long story short, uh, New England kind of fucked this up, in my opinion. By winning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tough loss for the Steelers. They fall to seven and six uh, at home. That's that's a tough one. That's embarrassing, right. man. Yeah, let's let's talk about the games that matter, starting with uh, the Sunday night game. Because <laughs> we didn't boys, mm. Cowboys roll, mm. roll the mm. Eagles 33-13. Um, you know, the script here for the Cowboys is about as good as it can get. You get the early lead. You pin your ears back. You let Micah go get the chase the quarterback. And uh, you hope you make some plays on defense, which the Cowboys did. They forced a couple fumbles from wide receivers, and uh, they win very comfortably at home, 33-13. Did you get a chance to watch? Do you have any thoughts on this Yeah, one? I watched this one. So not to mention, they, you said a couple fumbles from wide receivers, including the Devonta Smith one, which was like the, towards the end of the game, which really is kind of the backbreaker. Jalen Hurts also had one. I, honestly, like when Jalen Carter recovered that f- the fumble for like whatever it was, 43-yard touchdown, 
uh, I think it was in the third quarter. Like that was when I kind of puckered up and was like, okay, w- w- uh Oh, like here mm-hmm. they come. Uh, that was, uh, not necessary. It turns out, um, them boys look Couple really showed some resolve good, last man. night. You know, they have a weapon with that kicker. Yeah. Yeah. He's a badass dude. Um, it, it kind of looks like he's got like a, a, like a weighted boot. Like he barely swings his leg and kicks the shit out of it. Uh, I wonder if they need to test the toe of his shoe because that thing is uh, loaded. It seems like um, Brandon Aubrey is his name, and he's he never missed the, a field goal. Uh, if you watch the game, yeah, they talked about it a thousand times. Oh, but he uh, he's a 28 year old rookie. He's 30 for 30 to start his career, <laughs> and he made field goals of 60, uh, 59, and 50, and 45. Uh, the dude, is, that is a major weapon when you yeah. only have to get you know, across midfield and then you're, you're adding three points and they were all like, they all could have been good from 10 yards further. Yeah, it was he, crazy. He, he was made blasting. a 40. Yeah. You know, he the Cowboys are, are kind of similar to the 49ers in that, like now both of those teams have officially like, I mean, they're kind of the cream of the crop, the class of the league, uh, even though they're both in the same division, like uh, our conference, I should say, whatever. Um, but like both of them had parts of the season where people, where they were highly questioned, like the 49ers, if I remember correctly, went on a three, maybe four game losing streak at one point. Um, Cowboys, uh, they only have three losses, so three losses. it wasn't so four, but it, it was, a, they went, they went on a losing streak, um, like towards the middle of the season, the Niners did. And then like the Cowboys, I mean, they lost to the Cardinals, like, and then got their ass spanked by, uh, the 49ers. So like. There have been parts of the season where these two teams have been question marked, uh, like whether they were as good as advertised. But yeah, they, the uh, 49ers lost three in a row, Browns, Vikings, Bengals, uh, and have not stumbled since. And I mean, they convincingly whipped the shit out of the Eagles two weeks ago. They beat up on Seahawks this week. The 49ers did in that same vein. The Cowboys, man, like really catching stride. Um, and that's about as impressive of an ass whipping. As I've seen, I mean, 33-13 versus Eagle squad is really something, even if the Eagles are kind of struggling as of late. Um, what was your takeaway? Uh, no doubt. I mean, this is this is a good football team uh, with a lot of weapons. Dak is playing, throwing the ball all over the field. Uh, C.D. Lamb has proven me wrong. He is a legit number one receiver by a long shot. He's a stud. He's one of the top five receivers in the game. Yeah, he's game. Uh, they've got... They've got tight ends making plays over the field. I mean, the, the Cowboys look good. And uh, that defense, I mean, it's like I said, if, if the Cowboys get ahead of you early, you're in trouble. So, um, But yeah. that being said, sorry, sorry Bradley, no, Cowboys, their last four games of the year are not easy. No. At Buffalo next week, at the Dolphins the following week, the Lions at home, and then the at the Commies in week 17. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the Cowboys' chances running the table, and because of that, I don't like the Cowboys' chances of getting the number one seed. Um, and so anything other than the number one seed means your Cowboys are probably going to lose the 49ers in the playoffs. And I mean, meanwhile, you look at the Eagles and they've got Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants, like they're going to cakewalk through that whole, that it's going to be Drew Locke and then it's going to be Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Are you shitting me? Which that sounds, I mean, clearly they're in pole position now if they just went out, like the, the Cowboys probably will stumble at least once down that like tough gauntlet of games. Well, I think that, 
I think that if the Eagles went out there, st- they win the they division still have the, because of the edge as well. Stuff. But I mean, you look at the Eagles' last five games, and because people have talked a little bit about how they've been kind of struggling, they are not uh, as invincible as they had seemed in previous, like last year. But I mean, the last five games: Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys. Like that's about as bad as it gets in terms of a five-game stretch of of competition. Uh, so for them to escape uh, three and three and two, essentially. They, they won the first three, lost the last two, with 49ers-Cowboys being the last two games that the Eagles have played, uh, albeit both ass-whippings. Um, they've got a nice little uh, get-right section of their, their schedule here for the next four games. So I don't know, man. It just I keep, it feels like the, the, the best teams in the leagues have, has really gone through some different phases here with, with different, different teams being um, funneled in and out. So... I don't know. I, I keep changing my opinions here. I don't have a firm uh, grasp, but at the moment, goddamn, uh, Niners and Cowboys just look otherworldly, right? Uh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. There's four games left in the regular season, and everything could look exactly as it looks today, or it could be dramatically different when we go into the playoffs, depending on health and everything else um it's going to be a really fascinating stretch run i'm excited yeah for sure it's it's getting really really Uh, good yeah for sure it is uh we'll run through some of the other games the buccaneers are still very much in the playoff hunt uh beating atlanta uh in atlanta 29 25 both teams are six and seven that division stinks but i think the buccaneers currently lead it and would be in the playoffs a long way to go there as well uh the bears won uh, over the Lions and a bit of a shocking uh, result, 28-13. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Justin Fields either, played yeah. pretty well. 200. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a bad loss for the Lions who don't score in the second half. Uh, the Bengals with the backup quarterback beat the Colts. Colts were had a chance at their division. They now fall to 7-6. and six. That's a bad loss for them, 34-13. Uh, Browning will probably get paid a hundred million dollars by the by the Raiders next season. I mean, he looked good, two seventy five, yeah. two touchdowns, one pick. He's gone back to back weeks of pretty pretty stellar play for a backup. So he's got a lot of weapons. I mean, we already knew Let's that Joe Mixon is a stud. Yeah, and you know, obviously Chase receivers. and everybody else. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the Browns beat the Jags in a game the Jags should not have lost. To uh, Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco and the Jag, yeah, and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, three hundred. 11 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a pick. He was watching games on his mom's couch three weeks ago. And uh, now the Browns are 8-5. and five, The Jags are 8-5. and five. Wow. I wow. Mean, I, these, uh, you know, there just aren't a lot of teams in the AFC that really scare you right now. Yeah, I thought Trevor Lawrence There's a lot of like, teams with... He ended up playing. Yeah, he, he played. Uh, mm, not we'll not well, but there. he played, yeah. The reason the Bears fans were celebrating, they... They're, they have the Panthers pick. The Panthers fall to 1-12. They lose to the Saints 28-6 to in New Orleans. Saints are 6-7, and seven, still have a shot at their shitty division. <laughs> but uh, those teams stink. I mean, I mean I, the Panthers are abysmal. Uh, Bryce Young only had 137 yards passing. Um, I may be loud wrong about that one. I thought he was the guy. but Things uh, are very uncomfortable in Carolina at the moment. Like, There's not a whole lot of bright future stuff here to look at. I mean... It's not like they and I mean they're giving their pick straight up. Just it's going to Chicago. It's going to be the number one pick. 
I don't know, man. If I'm Chicago, I might be packaging that shit up to get a bunch more first-round picks because I, I think Justin Fields sticks around, but we'll see. He's got four more games to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would move on, but we'll see. Right. Uh, moving on, the Jets, another team that probably needs to move on at quarterback. Zach Wilson played a great game, though. 311 yards passing, or 301 yards passing, two touchdowns. They beat the Texans pretty soundly. This is a bit six. of a shocker. I saw that this was, I think it's the first game in NFL history where it was tied 0-0 at halftime and the over still hit. <laughs> um, Jets outscore the Texans 30-6 in the second half. Yeah, they. I mean, they ran away with it. Um, Garrett Wilson had a pretty damn good game. He hasn't had many receiver from the Jets, so uh, 9 for 108. Um, and then Breeze Hall is really good. CJ Stroud did not play well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that field is terrible. Tons of injuries. Uh, everybody's mad about the the surface there at MetLife. I think Nico Collins um, went out in like the first play of the game. They've already lost uh, Tank, um, so I mean, like, if that leaves you with like Noah Brown's, you're going to be your star receiver here, and he had zero catches. So like, the likes of of Brevin Jordan is your leading receiver for the Houston uh, Texans, and that's just uh, it's just going to be tough, not good man. enough. No, I don't think so. You can only do so much. Uh, Ravens beat the Rams 37-31 in a overtime punt return walk-off game, which was a very exciting game. Ravens improved to 10-3, a big win for them. Rams fall to 6-7. I mean, the Ravens did win this game at home, but, you know, Lamar (laughs) played well. um, But not – I mean, maybe the Rams are just better than than their record indicates. Uh, They're pretty tough. I mean, salty. good weapons on the offensive side. This Kyron Williams guy is a beast. Uh, coming out of nowhere. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I was making jokes that they had a running back named Karen uh, running for, for the Los Angeles Rams here. But, I mean, he's proven to be like Todd Gurley-esque at this point with how much usage he's getting. And then Puka and clearly Cooper Cup's a bad boy. So they got the weapons. Um, it's just, yeah, they're so top. They're, they're so front-loaded, right? Like if any of those guys get hurt, like the the people they have as backups on their roster are not... Not great. So, uh, a byproduct of winning a Super Bowl and kind of going all in that year a couple years ago. So, is what it is. That's exactly it. Is exactly what it is, Brad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next game, the Vikings beat the Raiders three to nothing. Um, I saw too much of this. this I saw way too much of this. I did. It was in the red zone a A lot lot because none of them could get it past the. They were like at all times on the opposite side of the field, like. Oh, what a barf barfola of a game. Shockingly, uh the the Vikings ended up benching Josh Dobbs. They go down and kick a field goal with their backup quarterback. Uh they they win the game. They are a playoff team if the playoffs started today, but that's a team I'd like to face in the first round because they oh, stink. That would be a, and the Raiders a delight. are terrible. Yeah. Uh uh Yes. Josh a Dobbs coming down pretty, to the uh coming down to earth here. Uh, Rocket Man Josh Dobbs. So Kind of is what it is. He's falling down to earth. You're right. <laughs> um, the Niners beat the Seahawks 28-16 in a tough divisional game, but uh, Brock Purdy looks excellent. 368, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a 72-yard run on the first play from scrimmage, ends up with 145 yards on 16 carries. Debo Samuel had 150 yards receiving and a touch. Um you know, Kittle got hurt at one point, that, but then came back and had a 44-yard touchdown. 
the Niners look like the Niners right now, and they they uh, go past uh, the Seahawks. They're ten and three. They're in a, a prime spot with. Uh, they have the tiebreaker over, I believe, the Cowboys and the Eagles for the top seed in the NFC. I don't know what their schedule looks like the rest of the way, but uh, they've got to be the favorite, I, I would think. I would Maybe think. in all of football, but. I would definitely think, although it's not an easy schedule going out, they've got Cardinals easy, Ravens would be tough, then Commanders, who the fuck knows, and then the Rams, who've just, you know, played pretty tough against um, mm-hmm. whoever, whatever. So, you know, it it's not an easy cakewalk of a schedule, but as long as Brock Purdy's playing like an MVP candidate, like they've just got so many weapons, and like I just, I mean, it, it, he's a favorite at this point, right? Him and Dak are essentially your two favorites for yeah, the MVP. Yeah, Dak is now is now the betting favorite, but you know, Purdy can't be far got behind. A long way to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's the he's the second favorite. Um, the guy who was the favorite coming in the season, Pat Mahomes, and the Chiefs lose in another unbelievable game to the Bills, uh, twenty to seventeen, uh, with the lateral touchdown yeah. that is waved off uh, because of the, you know, illegal offsides, whatever the, the term is for offense, uh, legal formation. Um, what a game. I saw Bills win. They, yeah. they improved to seven and six chiefs fall to eight and five. Their chance of getting the number one seed is, is gone basically. Um, but, Mahomes wow, is losing what a, his what shit after the game. Yes, they lost their cool. It's not a good look for the Chiefs. Like no. the guy was blatantly offsides. I yeah. mean, yes, you you should point at the ref, but that's your responsibility to do that. Um, Chiefs have a schedule at the Patriots, the Raiders at home, the Bengals at home, and at the Chargers. So not easy, not super hard, but yeah, pretty uh, easy. not easy down the stretch. Um, and watch out, the Broncos beat the Chargers 24 to 7. Broncos are 7 and 6 and only one game out of first place in that division against, and with, they beat the Chiefs earlier in the year. Uh, I don't know who has the tiebreaker, but that is a, a surprising development. Yes. Yes. Uh, they need to fire Staley in Los Angeles like yesterday. They got to get a head coach in there who can do something. Although, like, what are you supposed to do if, if Herbert goes out, you're really fucked. And that, that actually, and that happened. Out. Yeah. So, like, that is kind of the way it goes. But, like, my God, that team is just not only the snake bit, it's just inept. Like everything that they touch just seems to stink. Um, although Quentin Johnson, the, the Johnston, their their rookie receiver out of uh, TCU, had a pretty good game, particularly at the end of the game. He had a bunch of big catches that got them into range to score their only points of the game. But um, yeah, life in Los Angeles, uh, specifically for the Chargers, is uh, fairly bleak at the moment. Uh, it's been a really bad season for them. I agree. I agree. Very disappointing. Uh, Cardinals and commies on by this week, and we're headed towards the, the stretch run. I mean, That's it. That's I, all I got. That is it. Big, big. Do you have any thoughts on the Lakers winning the in-season tournament on Saturday night Ooh, in Vegas? I mean, I'm more... Uh, want to talk about the Pacers, like in Halliburton and how awesome that team is and all the, the good times of that. But, I mean, old man LeBron James, man, he just keeps on trucking. Uh, Anthony Davis had, like, an otherworldly performance, too. Um, but I believe they gave LeBron the in-season tournament MVP because he just had he was he consistently did. the best player on the floor uh, leading them to the uh, championship. But, yeah, AD went off on them fools. Um, he's been kind of hit or miss, though, man. And... I just I keep on circling back. This the Pacers are so fun to watch. Um, Halliburton is just 
one of the the delights he's of the a season, right? Like he's like the most enjoyable thing to watch in the NBA at the moment. So happy to see him getting his flowers and uh, getting the due respect that he's he's earned over the last two years. So um, yeah, Pacers. How about that shit? Um, totally agree. Totally agree. I uh, I was listening to a couple of recaps of the games, and they were talking about the jumbotron in uh, in Vegas, and they're saying it's like a thirty five inch television, like it's the shittiest jumbotron, like in America. Uh, somehow that's, that's where they're playing the uh, the NI, the in season tournament. But apparently, they're building a new uh, arena for whatever the NBA team that moves to to Vegas. So perhaps that's why they're not investing in a uh, a jumbotron for this in season stuff. It's crazy um, to me. That's a new arena. I mean, that's a new building. They, apparently, they do a lot understand. of MMA fights there. Like, and yes, the guy who UFC was who was there. commenting, I was like, I mean, this is the biggest piece of shit I've seen, and I have gone to many, many games. Uh, he's like, you can't see anything. So, uh, mm, one strange. one one piece of feedback. He did say it was very clean. Maybe not enough bathrooms, but uh, yeah, his, his uh, review of the stadium was pretty good stuff. This was uh, uh, the mismatch. Um, on the ringers, they do a pretty good NBA podcast. It's Chris Vernon, who's fantastic, by the way. Chris oh, Vernon, Chris Vernon is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's who's called it a 35 inch uh, television screen, the jumbotron there. So, um, also, uh, the Pelicans getting absolutely curb stomped in uh, the semifinals. Not a good look. Uh, pretty Not much a good just look. rolling 44 over. point loss. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think Adam Silver owes LeBron James a lot more than $500,000 because <laughs> the fact that LeBron took this seriously and yeah. made it seem like this was something to win made the whole thing serious. And uh, really, I think it's a it's an overwhelming success. For the uh, league, totally, so. totally, totally, totally agree. Um, and LeBron deserves all the credit for it. I would not uh, be paying opinion. attention without this in season tournament until well into the season at this point. And like, I mean, I'm kind of locked in, honestly, like I've really enjoyed the NBA up to this point and it's so early in the season. So, um, yeah, I think an overwhelming success, uh, and some really good bright future teams coming up here with the Pacers and some others. Absolutely. All right, let's get out of here, Brad. It was a good episode. Micah, good catching up with you, brother. Very good. Good to hear from you. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will be back. Uh, more, you know, bowl games are getting started soon. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, and as we mentioned, a lot of good football. Uh, and we'll be back. And until next time, go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code backdoor cover. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.